Welcome to the December 5th edition, the Sunday night live edition of the PFF forecast. We're going to talk about the Ravens two point decision, uh, who the best team in the NFL is. Eric has promised and he better deliver a rant to uh, one up the Rams planning that we had last week. And of course, we're going to guess the lines for week 14 and a return of recommendations. Both of us have a recommendation for you. It's going to be a great show. Let's rock. who stayed up through that Sunday night game we salute you real men of genius uh hopefully you were the people that also bet the under uh, we we have to shout out um Zach Tantillo because that's how you pronounce his last name who um is a stud on our social media team and tweeted out at halftime that Greenline liked the under in the game and I told him, look, buddy, if the over somehow hits in this game. Have you mushed this? You're, I'm it's over. finding it's your It's over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was one where it was very like, in hindsight, it made too much sense, right? We talked about the Chiefs have only had one of their games go over the total since like week six, right? Yep. And there was obviously weather that was somewhat foreseen. The line moved a point in our direction and through 47, which mm-hmm. is not a, not, uh, not a non-key number. And, and then we threw, it was like basically a quarter plus a, a minute or two was 13 points. So it was on pace to go over. And then Denver had, what I have to say is one of the best. So after a week in which I wrote the article about perfect blocks, mm-hmm. I was manspla- block spla- mansplain, whatever splain about what running the football is really for, you know? I got to say, run the footballs for making me money tonight because that that drive, I, I even said it when they got the ball with like 12 minutes, like, I'm like, George, wouldn't it be great if they got to like to yeah. midfield with like six minutes left Second and quarter, they get the yeah. ball at 12 minutes. They take the whole rest of the quarter. Andy Reid, which... They established their toughness. They established, like, look, they, it was body blows. It was... Javante Williams, hold on, real, real quick. The, Teddy Bridgewater was the most feeble joke of a quarterback Dude, in this game. His, his like, fourth down run. The Chiefs could not have been less worried, should not have been less worried about Teddy Bridgewater, and still. And Javante all the people Williams that bet that overcame. number down from 10 to 8.5, watching him try to run for that fourth down <laughs> at the very end to cover the spread. I mean, like. But the fact that Javante Williams is a beast, and, and you should have known, because if you had an NFL draft guide from last year, we talked about it. Remember, I said I would take him. I need to go back. And check the records here. I believe I said I would take Javante Williams first out of any running back. Um, by the way, lock was, of the week is ten and four. Lock of the week is ten and four. If you want a PFF subscription in order to take advantage before the season is gone, you need to do so, and you need to do so now because Cyber Forty, the promo code which gets you forty percent off, it ends tomorrow. Okay, on Monday. So go. To pff.com, use promo code CYBER40. It doesn't matter which subscription you get, you will get it for 40% off. If you want all the betting tools, 
You need the elite subscription that gets you the player props tool, gets you both the college football for all the bowl games and the college football playoff, and NFL betting dashboards, the power rankings tool, the 0-100 grades every single week for every single player. Player props tool, as I mentioned already, the best bets tool, everything that you possibly need to get through the holiday season with your family is right there for you. Um, and I have another special little announcement, little tidbit. This, this podcast has the best listeners. We all know that. And that means that I want to hear, we want to hear mm -hmm. from all of these listeners particularly. Um, so what we want you to do is tell us what PFF feature do you love the most and what would you like to see most from PFF? Any features on PFF.com that you would love to see? Email us at contact, C-O-N-T-A, ct at pff.com that's contact at pff.com what pff feature do you love the most and what would you want to most see on pff.com tell us tell us which podcast sent you and we'll put it on the wish list for 2022 okay uh the ravens not the most impressive I, it's interesting that the ravens have not looked particularly impressive of late we saw the Rams go on the streak of not looking particularly impressive of late. We've seen the Chiefs go through bouts of really I mean, unfortunate offense, and that yeah. still has continued. Yep. Uh, the Cowboys, there's lots of teams that have, you know, not sustained strong play. But the Ravens have been interesting um, because Timo uh, Risky at PFF underscore Moo mentioned that they have as many wins by more than seven points as the Texans do. Yeah. Um, they go for two at the end of the game to win. Um, was that the right decision? I think so. So here's the thing. Like, um, you know, obviously the win probability models are going to be what they are. And we saw the NGS one. We saw um, edges. Ours had a little bit of a different feel to it. And some of it, you know, we have a player level model, right? Um, so we are able to take out guys like Marlon Humphrey, um, who was injured, yeah. Marlon Humphrey, the best defensive player for the Ravens. We also have like player level sort of metrics that go in even before a game. And that's one thing when you think about the Ravens, they're a team that's already banged up, right? They're already they're without Peters. They're already yep. without Stanley. They traded Orlando Brown. For some reason, Rashad Bateman was like their third or fourth preferred receiver today, obviously without some of the running backs. And, and Lamar, his form has not been – like we can actually grade the players week in and week out. So we know Lamar – is not quite, and people are going to get mad at this, but it's true, Lamar's not playing at the MVP level he was early this season and in 2019. So all that you add up, they were the favorites in this game. They were minus four, but you t you add to that the fact that they were significantly reduced um, player-wise and so on and so forth that we would actually give we actually made it about 53.5% that they'd win that game, which I know is a lot less than what would be implied by a minus four. But again, they were dealing with injuries and issues of that nature. Um, they're also on the road, which again, like as the game shrinks, all the reasons that you're favored kind of shrink as yeah. well. What you, what you meant to say there, sorry, is that in overtime, yeah, we would make them yeah, 53.5% yeah. chance to win that game. So you think about that, there, you know, there's 13 seconds left. So basically an end of the yeah. game situation, right? There's no real chance for Pittsburgh to No fuckery. Right. For Pittsburgh to go score a field goal because that does change the economics of it if there is, is a fair amount of time left. Going but, for two is normally a bad decision if it's like 30 seconds or more because of the reason you're stating. Yep. 
So 53.5% for the, the Ravens to win in overtime, which is basically what happens if they kick a PAT. They go for two, and you're sitting there, and we're watching this game, and we're like, you have Lamar Jackson. It's at the two-yard line. Yeah. Um, you've got the ability to run the ball with your quarterback. You've got the ability to run the ball with a running back. you got the ability to throw the ball to either someone like Mark Andrews or a fast guy like Duvernay, maybe a wide receiver reverse, like all these different options. We both sat there and said, oh, it's a no-brainer. Um, we would make the chance of them scoring a two-point conversion, converting at about 57%. So it is, it was the right decision by by Harbaugh. And, you know, I'm sure people will yell at him and get mad at him on the talk shows tomorrow. But um, I mean, gave, if, gave his team the best chance to win. If you don't believe, so again, like, and it, so, so you can dispute anything. Like, uh, our numbers, right, we're saying 53.55% you win in overtime, which is obviously more than 50%. Um, there's also the issue, right, where you have a great kicker, which helps you in overtime to an extent, but also, you know, on that first drive, it actually makes you more likely to kick. And I know right. the Ravens are sort of like, obviously woke, so they might not be that way, but there's also that factor. The The... When you look at Ra the Ravens situations in similar, so like the issue when looking at two point conversion probabilities, right, is you can't just look at the two point conversions that a team has had because it's not that many plays. So you have to look at similar plays like third and two and fourth and two mm -hmm. and, and look at plays like in, in, you know, close game situations. And essentially when you filter out and you sort of come up with a set of things, you can kind of get an idea of what every team's sort of true two point conversion rate is and for the Ravens we put it around 57%. So that's kind of where we are at. The Ravens are an especially good team at these things or they press teams. It was just like the Sunday night football game we had in week 2 when, you know, it was Lamar on fourth and one and it's like, you know, what do you think? You have Lamar Jackson, pick it up. Your your rate's probably higher than even the models think. And so to me that's where it was. You, you add in, you know, obviously the injuries to Humphrey, who's your best defensive player. And I think it pushes it all in the right direction. And I think Harbaugh gave uh, an answer to that. Uh, and look, you win some, you lose some. I think, I think Harbaugh gives this team the best chance to win relative to their players of any coach in football. And I think he did today. Last thing before we get to week 14 uh, and, and guessing the lines. Who's the best team in the NFL right now? Uh, good question. I think, okay, so I'm, and I'm going to answer. Are you going to want, you going to do this long thing? Just to tell us this Detroit Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not even mad. There, okay? there are people waiting. They are waiting for the Minnesota Vikings rant. Okay? I'm not even mad. You See, took the glasses off for this. I'm not even mad. See, the, the thing is, I'm not like. You know I love you guys. You know, my, my Minnesota brethren, the folks I grew up with. I'm not even going to get mad. I don't get mad about five and seven teams. I don't get mad about teams that are about to fire everybody. Because we know that's all going to happen, right? I don't get mad about stat-padding quarterbacks who can't win. the can't, win, can't beat Jared Goff. Guys, Jared Goff is horseshit. That, that fourth down, Dan Campbell. By the way, speaking of a coach that gives him... Who is like he doesn't give his team the best chance to win because of his play by play play calling. But fourth and one at your own 30. By the way, Lions missed two fourth and ones today. They somehow survived. Oh, so it's not, you know, it's okay to actually go for it. And they run a bootleg with Jared Goff. And there's three guys open. Goff can't see any of them because he can't see anything other than that one seam to Hawkinson down the seat. Like, 
and I'm thinking to myself, I'm watching this game, and the Vikings zone the end zone on the last play of the game. They literally ran the prevent defense, and Cam Dantzler let Aramon St. Brown catch the ball in front of him as if he was at the 30-yard line for the game-winning touchdown. And I'm looking at this team, and it's something every week. Kirk was the reason they lost to San Francisco. He curled up like a freaking... I mean, he folded like a lawn chair after he threw that first pick, right? Everybody says he's better than Jimmy G, and yet in that game, Jimmy G outplayed him. And then this game, he actually plays like a decent ball game. They throw the ball to Jefferson a decent amount. And their coach, Zimmer's defense, is the the silliest thing I've ever seen. And I know you have guys that are hurt, but I'm telling you what, when you signed all those schmucks in free agency to million-dollar contracts, when you well actually all of us into, oh, this is going to be a good team. Look at uh, Xavier Woods is a good player. Sheldon Richardson's a good – and they're all hurt or they're all ass. That's what happens, okay? You didn't outsmart the league. You're the Minnesota Vikings. That's why you've never won a Super Bowl. And – we're going to have to watch them Thursday. So they're they're right back at it. They're a game. By the way, you're a game behind Kirk Cousins' old team for the playoff spot. That's where you are. And we're going to have to watch them again on Thursday. And, and it and it they are their game behind the football team. They, the Vikings are one game worse than the Washington football team the last two years. That's Kirk Cousins. So, they signed Kirk funny. Cousins to a the the most guaranteed deal in the history of the league. And they don't accomplish anything for two years. Washington wades into Alex Smith, Dwayne Askins, Case Keenum, and they come. The both teams come out of it. The Vikings come out of it with one playoff win, hang a banner. The football team comes out, and they have the Washington football team is one game better than the Vikings the last two years. Like I, I don't. I, the, these things aren't difficult, guys. They're not difficult. Okay. I just have to say that did not disappoint. <laughs> I had a high – there was a high bar. There was a high I did bar. So, and, and we have to watch them Thursday, and they're probably going to beat the Steelers. Okay, but here's the thing. We don't – having to – by the way, for someone that isn't a Minnesota Vikings fan, they're incredibly – they create fun games, okay? Yeah, of course. Like but, seeing, the, seeing the Lions win today was really awesome. Yeah. I want to take back everything that I said. I, I was very critical of Dan Campbell's hiring because – I mean, he was a tight ends coach for the Saints. Like, come on. For I have never been so impressed by a team that can all can never win a game. I mean, they're one in ten and one, right? Like, I am eight and so, four against the spread, right? And that's why, really. I mean, but that's impressive. Like that team plays really, really hard. Jared Goff um, is way better than like many, many quarterbacks in the league that are getting opportunities to start. See Dalton, Andy, in Chicago Um, and uh, and like those players for being that bad of a team playing that hard I mean they're playing harder than the Broncos were in a game they had legit chance to win yes 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 here's the here's the thing I'll say I think that 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 the Detroit Lions this is my thing about about Goff and why I defended him the, the you know defending him being the actual quarterback for them this team actually is figuring out who is good on their team, mm-hmm. right? Like you are actually evaluating players on your team. They're not so horrendous, right? You're not trotting out Nathan Peterman or, you know, John Skelton. Like golf is good enough for you to find out what you have in certain players. Yeah. And, and to me, I think that adds value. And so while we sit there and our, our uh, 
our PR guy, uh, David Silfaro, who's like for some reason a golf fan. I think he must have like met him sometime or something. He's like hilarious. He has a hilarious bit about rooting for golf. And like while we make fun of him all the time, like he's there for that purpose. He's there to like sort of keep the thing on the tracks and he's doing an okay job with that. Again, I sort of think about this team, and I think about the Bears too. And the, I, I get a lot of flack because I said that Andy Dalton at ten million is more valuable than Kirk Cousins at thirty. And I think Kirk's actually played a lot better than that statement would suggest. So I'm probably wrong, and Andy Dalton sucks. But like, are you? If you're Chicago, you're not that far from being competitive, right? I mean, basically, you have to rip off the band-aid at head coach, possibly general manager, and. Uh, get some players around fields, get a good coach around fields and develop him, right? And it's pretty clean. And if he sucks, you just move on, right? I watched this Vikings team on Sunday, and I just I, – what is the path to competitiveness? I don't – we don't have that much time. <laughs> I, just don't, I don't see it. And like, got to move on, And that's on, part man. of what tilts me so much about them is, is – yeah, I agree that their games are entertaining, but that's it. Like they're that's they're, good enough for me. They're the they're the wacky, waveable, inflatable, arm flailing tube man of the of the NFL. They're useless, but there's something to watch. I want to know who came up with the <laughs> like inflatable wavy arm. Yeah. Man. I'm just glad at one a.m. Marketing can, genius. I'm just glad at midnight uh, Eastern I can say that without without really a hiccup. We'll get there. Um, I did originally want to know about the best teams in the NFL, and we did not talk about the best teams in the NFL. Mm. We talked about some of the okay. less than good. Can I answer that question? I'll say this. One way to clean this up, you know, there'd be there, it's important to clean it up and get to where we wanted to go. And one of the best ways to clean it up, I must say, is with Manscaped. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. See how I got into that one? Um, Manscaped, in fact, just launched. I've talked about the Lawnmower 4.0. You guys know I'm a fan of it. By the way, I don't think I've charged it in like two months still runs like a dream that's how long the battery lasts um they just uh introduced an all-new ultra premium body wash and two-in-one shampoo and conditioner important because you don't want three bottles of something it's hard enough to keep track of two and um that's why you need a two-in-one conditioner go to manscaped.com use promo code pff for 20 percent off plus free shipping now i have to be completely transparent with everyone here I use the Lawnmower 4.0. I have not yet used the body wash and two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. I am very picky. It'll shock you <laughs> with my body wash and shampoo and conditioner. But for you, I will try it out and I will give it a review. And uh, you have my promise on that. Can, so, I, can I pause for a second? I mean, everybody, you know, people want to have their social commentary and, oh, the world's gone to hell in a handbasket and whatever. I, I feel like... about the Lawnmower 4.0? No, I, I, I get, I'm getting to it. I think that the fact that we have conditioner in our body wash now no 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 it's not it's body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner ah so so it's still hair yes so there's a body wash and both then, hairs <laughs> well no if you use the lawnmower 4.0 you don't need to worry about that much hair elsewhere what so if, it's a body wash for your body and then the shampoo do people that and shave their head do they use shampoo i've never i haven't shaved my head in i years. don't know do they use shampoo and conditioner? that's a good question I would guess. I feel like the same applies. Hmm. Because I th I feel like that's a that's a sign of sociolo sociological advancement is the the conditioner for the other parts of your of your body. I think that the idea is with a body wash that you would hopefully have something that's moisturizing. 
And I think that's the idea with shampoo and conditioners. Okay. One cleans them. One I think they're them. getting their money's worth in this ad read. I'll say they definitely are. Um, <laughs> use promo code PFF at manscaped.com. Get 20% off plus free shipping. That's promo code PFF. Um, Santa doesn't want to see you look like a complete no. doofus. So the, leave, get your act leave the extra hair to Santa. <laughs> I mean, shoot, for like how long as it takes him to go around the world delivering presents, I bet he... Can you imagine the drag? Anyways. Um, we... <laughs> Sorry. All right, the best team in the NFL. Can we get to this? I want to know. Who do you think it is? Uh, okay, I actually have two answers to this question. Oh, fuck. The most impressive team in the NFL is the Arizona Cardinals. Seven wins on the road, all of 10 or more points, the first time in NFL history. Mm -hmm. I think that you have to make the case the Cardinals, both offensively and defensively, are the real deal. Um, I don't know what's what, – what, George, what's keeping you from saying they're the best team in the NFL? What's Oh, what's keeping like – what, So I'm saying I think it's actually not that disputable to say they're the most impressive team in the league. Are they the best team in the league? But the question is, what is allowing you to take, take that next step and saying they're the best team in the league? I hate saying this. I hate it. I feel like a fraud using this as the reason. But here's the reason. I have seen Tom Brady do it over and over and over and over and over and over and Couldn't over. get in the end zone when we needed the over in the second half of that and game. And over yeah, sure. and over. I'm only at age like 33, Tom Brady, by the way, but I'll just skip ahead to mm -hmm. like and over again. And with with the Arizona Cardinals, they have a little bit of that first Rams uh, McVay team where it's like, wow, they're really, really freaking impressive. They're killing teams. They really want it. Um and I think maybe the difference there is that Jared Goff needed Sean McVay and Kyler Murray can kind of do shit on his own. Um, but that's really what it is. So, like, I think it, it comes down, for me, it comes down to the Bucks and the, um, and the Cardinals. And if they're on a neutral field, I have the Bucks favored. Granted, by two and a half, but I have the Bucks favored. And so, to me, by the slimmest of margins, it's the Bucks. Okay. I can't with the Chiefs. I, I can't. I don't know whether I would, it's I, would I don't not. know whether it's the Jackson Mahomes TikToks yeah. or the fact that none of their receivers want to catch the ball or the fact that um that Travis Kelsey got like three targets in that game. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's one of those things. Um I think the Bills and the Patriots interestingly are right there. I'm very intrigued about this Bills Patriots game because I could make a case that either one of them is best in this like shitty weather element. Yeah. That'll be really interesting. Um, but to me, it's either the Bucks or the Cardinals. Interestingly, on DraftKings Sportsbook right now, Tampa is basically 11 to 2, so plus 550. Chiefs are 13 to 2, so plus 650. Packers are 7 to 1. That's a team that we, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. They didn't fuck up this week at all right so i kind of like them too they're getting guys back i put the packers in between so i'd put tampa arizona uh and then i'd go green bay yeah buffalo is um 15 to 2 seven and a half you know plus 750 arizona's eight to one new england's 10 to one dallas 11 to one and our los angeles rams are 12 to one um Ravens 16 to 1. I the Ravens number makes a lot of sense. Our simulations have never liked the Ravens this year, and it's for a lot of the reasons we talk about. 
it's just like all the close games, all the weird fundamentals. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm with you on Tampa. I, I think especially getting Carlton Davis back. Um, you know, that game did seem, but like they only gave up 10 offensive points to Atlanta today. Um, they get Sean Murphy bunting back, Jamel Dean. They've had a lot of guys miss time. Um, Vita Vea, Dominican Sue are monsters. Obviously, you have Barrett, uh, you know, and, and uh, Pierre Paul coming off the edge. Like, and then on offense, I, they need to get guys healthy, though. And they and the Antonio Brown thing is just pissing me off. So I, it's hard for me it to put. It pisses you off. <laughs> it's just like it's hard for, but like Godwin and Evans are fantastic. The two tight ends are good. The thing about <laughs> and obviously Fat. The Lenny. thing about the Antonio Brown thing that pisses me off is it's like you have everything just sitting there for you like you've gotten so lucky in life now he's obviously a hard worker but it's like dude you just all you have to do is like not fuck this really simple thing up and you just like fuck this simple thing up i will say this it's a good point though because i know that they beat the falcons today rather handily without antonio brown antonio brown was their best wide receiver mm -hmm. and i don't think they're gonna cut him because I think if they cut him, Tom Brady's going to go to Bruce Arians' office and go get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's their best. He's their best wide receiver, and uh, without him, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that um, they they win a Super Bowl. So um, you are going Cardinals. I don't know if you ever actually answered the question. Yeah, I'll, I'll dive in there. Like my thing is so so we take <laughs> like take take. Take Tampa and take Kansas City, right? The two uh -huh. favorites here in the in the uh, betting markets. They both suffer from the same issues, right? Which is that they do. Both defenses are coming on strong. I would say the Chiefs' defense has even performed better than Tampa's over the last six, seven weeks. Yeah. Both teams, the offense is not, the offense is missing something, right? Like, and we just talked about Antonio Brown with Kansas City. They're healthy. It's just that, like, they can't catch the ball. Pat's missing throws. Uh, they're running the ball fine. Um, yeah, but but Tom Brady's wife and brother aren't. See, doing that's not in the model, George. I'm not even talking. Like, we're putting it in. Yeah, I need that in there. Okay, here's, like, like, here's Pat, hasn't, my... Pat hasn't kissed his son on the lips though. This here's what we're gonna do this summer. <laughs> here's what we're gonna do this summer. We are going to uh, we're gonna. We're going to rewrite the code. We're going okay? we to rewrite the code. And I am going to do a thorough examination of the social factors involved with each team. I'm going to give them a score, and that's going to be a column. We just have to have, like, a variable for, like, general fuckery. And that, like, the off. That's what I'm in charge of. Yeah. Like, I'm Brady, I'm assuming Brady is blinders. Like, this is, you know. Yes. And so that's why Tampa scored 30 points today, and that's why the Chiefs scored 22, and only... Uh, what was that? Fourteen on offense, thirteen on offense. By the way, the t the Tom Brady two and a half passing touchdowns, as was foretold. That was our secondary lock of the week, folks. It was the, again the social media observation. Yeah, he and Leonard Fournette had a little a little mm -hmm. fun back and forth about Fournette's four. Anyways, I knew I knew it was happening. You're welcome. Okay, we're gonna get to week fourteen before we do the place to place your bets on week fourteen and every single week is DraftKings. Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Here's the deal. Use promo code PFF, and when you're a new customer, deposit just $1, bet it on any team to score this coming week, and get $100 in free bets, and then you can go place it on all of the great player props or maybe the lock of the week. We can keep it rolling. It's 10-4 and 4 right now. 
Um, if the sports book isn't legal in your state yet, don't worry. DraftKings has you covered. They have huge cash prizes on DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. Plus, all new customers get a free shot to win a million dollars in total prizes with your first deposit. So, DraftKings and the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download it. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score. Get $100 in free bets when that team scores and you use promo code PFF. You must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania. Only new customers are the ones that are eligible. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wage required. One per customer. Restrictions apply to DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you're a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now it is time for week 14. Thursday night football features your Minnesota Vikings at home hosting the risen again corpse of the Pittsburgh Steelers. What did you I was told, spread? quote, on the, the internets today that the Steelers, quote, own me. Um, I did congratulate him on, I'm assuming it's a him, on the Steelers' one in eight chance of making the playoffs. It's incredible. They were amazing. Today. Um, I had Minnesota laying three and a half. I have Minnesota favored by three. I think it's right in between those two numbers. Minnesota on pinnacle right now. Uh, it's three and a half plus 103, meaning obviously you're somewhere in between three and three and a half. Yes. Uh, total on the game, 45. I, I kind of like under there. Both teams kind of play down. You know, like Minnesota's a team. No Adam Thielen probably. High ankle sprain. Yeah. Um, you know, high ankle sprains take generally weeks to heal, especially for position players like that. Um the Vikings today were without Christian Derrissaw. They put they played something called Oli Udo at left tackle, hey, who hey, leads the NFL in, pre- hey in, like, in penalties. Um, they put Mason Cole at Oli Udo's old spot and had our friend, the the Garrett Bradbury of of I don't know like I feel like I sometimes have to talk about Garrett Bradbury's grade like it's in Celsius, you know. Um, as we, already had, to, we already had the Vikings as, as opposed to Fahrenheit. Um, so Pittsburgh Steelers today, by the way, like they gave the Ravens fits on offense. Like the Ravens barely moved the ball. The Ravens, in fairness, have been giving themselves fits on offense. So it's like, you know, let's be real here. But but the Vikings are going to be without obviously Cook again, which like Cook is the screen guy, all this stuff. They they still commit to running the ball to Madison and and Nwangu. Yeah. Like I think under forty five could be a good play here um, because I don't think I don't see the Steelers. If you're gonna bet. Either the spread or the uh, total. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, you're not you. laying it with Minnesota. You're also not taking it with the Steelers. I, I, I Big Ben's uh, retirement tour comes to Minnesota. Yeah, maybe that's why he did it. Galvanization of the team. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, Sunday, 1 p.m. slate. Actually, kind of an interesting game. It's a here. very so we're doing our Steve Kornacki segment for the first time yes. on Sunday. And I was looking at the schedule. I'm like, there are so many games that actually have implications. implications. That's pretty cool. Um, so we'll start with one that does, and this is Cowboys and Washington football God. team. By the way, there is a chance that three NFC East teams makes the, make the playoffs this year. It's unreal. Which is, uh, we've come a long way, folks. Cowboys and football team, this is in our nation's capital. I had the Washington football team favored by three, or sorry, uh, getting three at home. I said three and a half. It is five. Ooh. It's trending that way. I do think football team plus five is a good bet. Yes. I hate I hate to I'm say I'm going to hedge it, though, because so, I'm already sitting on a lot of football team under eight and a half, so and they're Washington, at six now. Uh, Washington wins in a kind of grinded-out game today more in of, Vegas. More about Vegas being bad. Vegas didn't have Darren Waller. Um, 
the Cowboys coming off of a bye. I can see why this is five. I can also see why it shouldn't be five because it's a divisional game. You got the home team here that is feeling a little bit of juice now. Um, I don't know if Amari Cooper, I mean, I'm assuming that now Amari Cooper will be like back to full strength, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the Cowboys coming off that long rest, it does help them a little bit. Yeah, but they're also the Cowboys, and we've seen the Cowboys just. This is true. I mean, Dak, this is like, true. We, we want to talk about Pat and all that stuff and how, how much Pat has struggled. What, Dak was terrible on Thursday. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. He was missing I, guys back and he forth. He was missing guys. I do I do feel like we maybe not having all of the receivers there all the time has been an issue. Yeah. But anyways. Okay, football team plus four and a half, five. Seems like a decent play. Um, all right, what's the next one? Jaguars, Titans in Tennessee. Tennessee Titans. coming off a bye. The Jaguars coming off of kind of a bye. They didn't really show up unless. No, they didn't. They, uh, they didn't. They, uh, um, they, they, we we are Ramily is what they is what they saying today. <laughs> Can I just if anyone called me a part of the Ramily, I fucking just jump <laughs> off the bridge. They used to have so I that I sounds all like these something old... that you hear when you come home and you're you know to visit your you know you're in college yeah. come over thanksgiving you'd realize that your mom all of a sudden has all these plaques that say live laugh love all over the house and you're like when Fuck. when they were drafting eric dickerson the in 83 they had the second pick or whatever and there, there was that that uh documentary about the 83 draft and that they had that, that phone and then the picture of the rams helmet and said ram we're rambunctious this is like 83 like it hasn't gotten better i would no. say no it hasn't I have the Titans favored by ten and a half. I have the Titans laying seven and a half. It is uh eleven it is ten and a half, basically. Okay. I'm not betting Jacksonville. I just I my issue is is like who's healthy for Tennessee? Are they getting they're not getting Brown back, they're not getting Julio back, they're not getting Adrian Peterson back. Like Adrian Peterson <laughs> has it now, apparently. Uh yeah, I think it's pretty simple the jaguars suck i think that's what it is i'm i'm not i'm not betting the titans either um yeah the jags are next level bad like what what has to happen for urban meyer to keep his job i don't know let's not talk about that who gives a shit uh speaking of next level bad the seahawks are playing the texans the texans are next level bad did tyrod get hurt or was he just shitty both Okay. Like they they sort of made up an injury after the game, as I told you. But most overrated player on the betting market is Tyrod Taylor. The Texans stink. Uh, what'd you have this at? Seven and a half. I had eight and a half. It is seven and a half. Nicely yeah, done. Seattle's terrible. Seattle is really bad. Although they beat your Niners, they swept your Niners this year. Your Niners are going to make the playoffs, having been swept by like a six and eleven Seattle Seahawks team. That game had some. Speaking of fuckery. That game had some, that, the, some but all the shit. fuckery kept San Francisco in the game, like they, right? Like that fumble yeah, by Gerald Everett. Yeah, San Francisco also without Debo. Yeah. Um, running backs might not matter, but wide receivers who play running back matter. <laughs> say true. that. This is true. Uh, Raiders Chiefs, another game that has some playoff implications. This is in Kansas City. Uh, Would you make this? Third game of a three-game homestand for the Chiefs. I'm late. I said the Chiefs will be laying six and a half. Okay. I said seven. 
what is it? Uh, I, it's not it's not populating, obviously. So you got to go to the, the the golf odds guy. What was it? What was it? Jeff Sherman, our friend, the golf odds guy. Uh, incredible. Uh, pre Sunday night, it was. Does he not have it up here? Bro. Oh, there it is. Eight and a half. I Interesting. Can't. So uh, that's a tease, right? You tease Chiefs down to two and a half, right? Yeah. Do you think this game makes anyone come off that? No, probably not. People look at the Chiefs defense and go, oh, that's great. So I feel pretty confident it comes back on the board yeah, at eight I guess and a half. If it comes back to the board, we'll, we'll give it out as a teaser. So far, nothing there. Um, I, it's too high. It's too high. Like the Chiefs like should not be laying. The game against Denver closed eight and a half. Teddy Bridgewater stinks. Eight and a half is too many points. The the Raiders are better than the Broncos, I think. Yes. Yeah. Chiefs, by the way, like is Darren Waller gonna be back? It it seems a whole uh I don't know. It seems like this was like a one week injury, but I could be wrong. You know. They might just hold them out. They might think, oh, we, we have no chance to win this game. But I mean, no, that's um, – Darren Waller. Uh, By the way, somebody in the YouTube chat, uh -huh. um, trying to – we appreciate all of you guys that are listening live. By the way, all – 500 or so of you legends um and, and another thousand or so on twitter people that want it more um <laughs> said said uh one of the things we should have as an as a product on pff.com is a dating app i do kind of like that i kind of like the idea of like grading humans oh yeah i i didn't has anyone come up with that before? yeah it seems like a seems yeah i don't know the social network was a really good movie though the that's how it started, right? With like it was, but it wasn't that smash. way. I I would do it more as a joke, but like, but yeah, in <laughs> like they were doing it more to like actually algorithmize like this nonsense. Yeah, that was a joke, but grading dating, grading dating. Yes, I or will, or what? What if you did something? What if we had I will something grade where people's you could, dates? That that's what I'm saying. What if you had something where people could come in and like I for subscribers only for subscribers, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, and you could come in and, uh, and like just grade the date and then like somebody who's like, you know, extremely, um, libidinous, like uh, Mike Renner. I mean, imagine the data set that he could, he could generate for us. Yeah. That'd be pretty great. Um, I think Waller has a chance to play in this game. That's based on my quick research, but I'm going to confirm, uh, in that case, I do like the Raiders. Okay. Saints Jets. Holy shit. Oh, by the way, Will and Philippi says, thank you for the Tiger Cats pick today. You're welcome. The the money's green in the CFL. Oh, we didn't even talk about Alabama. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> that's my only college, my only college conversation for a while. Uh, Jets at home against the Saints. You're not allowed to talk about your garbage ass jets by the way you're just allowed to tell me what you think the spread is sorry i fucking hate the jets all right uh i'd say the jets are getting three and a half at home i do not like who's playing quarterback for the new orleans saints uh Taysom hill no, Taysom hill broke his hand the other day right oh, or like yeah. tore, his, tore a finger i said saints by six and a half okay it is six i will not take in the jets so no there's a no buy on the jets um 
I, I was sitting here thinking to myself, like, if it's less than seven, do you just take any team playing one of the really shitty teams? Uh, no, because those shitty teams win sometimes. Like, the Jets beat the Titans once. If the Jets couldn't win today... Uh, I'm sorry. What? Uh, who are the, Who's the quarterback they were facing? That's right. Oh, that's right. That's PFF forecast veteran... Friend of the show, Garter Minshew. And also, did you see his dad vibing after the game? With that him? was great. Yeah. I mean, anybody who has ride or die parents like Gardner Minshew makes like half the teams in the NFL better if he's their starting quarterback. Dude, if Gardner <laughs> Minshew is on the Saints, like I actually had a – it's funny. I had a one a, somebody within the league message me and met, just show me a picture of Gardner Minshew's stats. And he was like, I told our front office that we, we should trade a fourth for him. And he, and he goes – and and then he made fun of his own back quarterback. He's like, "Oh, glad we got this guy." It was just like, and, and the, the, right, like if you get somebody like Gardner Minshew in, and you like that guy wins you a game or two. The Eagles are freaking a half game out of the playoffs. I didn't know you knew anyone on the Broncos. Oh um, God, the Falcons and the Panthers are playing a Speaking game. Speaking of this, an atrocity of yeah, the Joe Brady thing. Weird, by the way. Brady was the Brady was one of our top play callers going into the year. Um, I, that, that Matt Rule thing is kind of it's, it's interesting. It's they have a, the same agent, which I find really surprising. Um, that if it was a miss, like so, there's two options because I don't think it was that he wasn't good at his job. The two options are he and Rule had a big disagreement, or the the other option is that Joe Brady did something very terrible that is non-football related and. You know, had to be had to be uh, excommunicated. I'm going to lean on Matt Rule and he either had a disagreement or Matt Rule was like, "Our offense sucks and it can't be my fault." So let me get rid of the guy that might be someone that should take my job in a couple of years. That's my take on it. Yeah, I I think it's very much the second. So like I remember in Kansas City, Todd Haley had the ten and six year or whatever, and. People were giving Charlie Weiss a ton of credit for yeah. what he did with Matt Castle, and he like just fired Charlie Weiss. He's like, "I'm, you're out of here." And it's like there are these coaches that are like really skitzy about the fact about who gets the credit, and I think Rule had probably been looking for an opening to let Joe Brady go for a while. Like I think he was like, "Oh, this is getting way too big for for what I want here." So, um, interesting. Um, what do you make the line here? Uh, I had Panthers by three. I had Panthers by three and a half. It is three. It's like trending two and a half, though. Really? Do you lay it with the Panthers off of a bye against the Falcons? No. Yeah. I, Cam Newton, I, I like I like I said, I just don't. I, Cam Newton is just not a thing anymore for me. He was just horrendous the last time he went out there and tried to play a game. Yeah, that's why they got rid of Joe Brady. Um, a game that actually will be good and has playoff implications, the Ravens and the Browns. Um, really a shame that on Sunday night we have to watch Bears-Packers instead of something like Biggest Ravens, spread Browns. of the weekend, I think, will be that game. Oh, yeah. Uh, would you have Browns-Ravens? I'd say, I'd say Cleveland minus two and a half. Same here, and it's uh, minus one, minus one, minus one twenty six. I mean, it's 
Yeah, so basically it's Cleveland's something between minus threes. 130 on the money line. Total on the game, 43.5. Under is minus 117. The last game. So the Browns had a bye, and they played the Ravens back-to-back games. Like, where mm-hmm. they will. Mm-hmm. The Ravens had to play the Steelers in between. But the last game these two teams played, as everybody remembers, because it was a week ago, that game went favorite under. Yep. This game... 43 and a half does seem like uh, 41 degrees, 14 mile per hour winds. Yeah, I can get on board with that. So um, ball, Klee under 43 and a half. The okay. only thing that gives me pause is that the Ravens are without Marlon Humphrey. Defense is horrendous for the Ravens, but you have to you have to basically bank on the fact that Baker Mayfield is just it's gonna be bad. I mean, is there anything that makes you more upset than him? Like the way he waddles around the field after he just can't hit the broadside of a barn. It just, it just honestly tilts me to, like, no, no end. All right, the 4 p.m. slate. Giants, Chargers in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. I have the Chargers favored by 6.5. Uh, I have 6.5, too. We must be short on the, the Chargers, though, right? Like, uh, uh, we know Daniel Jones – that might be well, the is he not... coming back? Well, we don't know. So, so Mike Lennon got a concussion today. So there, there's like a legit chance that like they might start Jake Fromm in that game. Oh, well, in that case, we're short. Uh, uh, the, the Chargers, by the way, if everybody wants to talk to, about how back they are because they beat the Bengals today across the, the the street over here, they lost to that Broncos team just a week ago. The Chargers pre Sunday night were ten and a half point favorites over the Giants. I, I mean, I'm not taking that. But I mean, yeah, you can't without if it's Jake from State Farm, you cannot do that. Uh, in fact, if it's Jake from State Farm, no, ten and a half, no, ten it's and the half. Chargers, man. The Chargers almost gave up the lead today again. They had a 24 nothing lead, and the Bengals were going for two to tie it up. That's true. Lions Broncos. Wow, there's some interesting games this week. Uh, what do you have, Lions Broncos? I had the Broncos favored by six and a half. I had the Broncos favored by six and a half as well. Uh, I think we're going to be short. Um, Golf odds guy? Seven and a half. But I, that's pre-Sunday night. I, I think this gets down to seven. Bridgewater. Seven, six and a half. Seven. Bridgewater was just of rare form today. Yeah, he was really bad. Um. Also, I'm not exactly juiced about taking the Lions after their Yeah, it's a letdown spot for sure. Yeah. I wrote on my notes six and a half, seven, and I think seven, seven and a half is probably where it lands. 49ers, Bengals in I Cincinnati. S- I said Cincy minus three. Okay. I did not give them a full three. I gave them two and a half. Yeah, the uh, Bengals are minus one. Cincinnati hosted the Niners two years ago. That's in, in week two. The Niners were on, were it was basically a pick 'em. Niners blew them out. Yep. Uh, in route to the Super Bowl. No. Are they are they on that path this year? I don't think so. <laughs> but you never know. You never you do never know. You just it's a never good point. Know. You just never know. I um yeah, I don't know. I both teams kind of at the bottom of the market here. Uh Bills, Bucks, great game. Mm-hmm. I make the Bucks a three point favorite at home. Uh, I make the Bucks two and a half. Yep, it is three and a half 
plus 108. It's very much trending three, basically three. Mm-hmm. Do you like the Bills? Is that what you're uh, I don't know. At three, I I would take Buffalo at three. Yeah, I kind of think you're right. Um, before we get to Sunday Night Football, our friends at Western and Southern are helping you become more financially savvy and football smart. And they're doing so by partnering with our wonderful boss, Chris Collinsworth, and uh, his podcast where you can go ask Chris. You can ask Chris about his old playing days. You can ask him about what he and Al talk about when there's no La Brea. Mm. on TV, um, as there was not uh, tonight. Um, La Brea. And you could you could also ask them uh, what you need to know about your financial future because Western Southern is the place to go to figure that out, regardless of what questions you have, retirement, insurance, the whole deal. Um, so go to westernsouthern.com slash askchris to submit your question. That's westernsouthern.com uh, slash askchris. He will answer the best question on his podcast and the Western Southern Instagram. And when you enter a question, you will also enter a chance to win a catered party to February's big game. Remember, that's Western Southern, where you can rest assured on game day. All right, Sunday Night Football. Unfortunately, Bears at Packers. I had the Packers favored by 16 and a half. I said 13 and a half. It is 13. Oh, I'll take the Packers. Should we take Packers minus 13? The Bears fucking suck Dude, they're horrendous and if fields might play so that might be the thing no i i'm sorry he fields is great he cannot overcome how terrible that team is but if it's if it is He's andy an dalton overcomer like, if it like is Russ. andy dalton <laughs> if it is andy dalton by the way <laughs> someone sent me i know I someone sent me that picture of russ and ciara at church <laughs> And Russ like on his knees praying, and I, I it was the most. It's the most amazing picture. Somebody made fun of the fact that he called himself an overcomer. Like it was sort of like, <laughs> dude, it's just amazing. Uh, I mean, by the, the Bears, way, by the, the Bears way. could be Russell Wilson's due team. Yeah, yeah. I, that's a podcast for the off season. I feel like. Andy Dalton, along well, we've got a lot of podcasts lined up for the off season. We have five podcasts that we are contractually obligated to do a recounting of season one of La Brea. Yeah, <laughs> La Brea. Every episode, La Brea gets thirty minutes. Um, it's uh, this season's. It's television's number one new show. Oh, really? <laughs> Monday Night Football is a great game. It is Rams Cardinals in Arizona. I'm very interested to see what you made this spread. Um, I said Arizona minus two and a half. Okay. I said Arizona minus four. It is three. Juiced. Juiced. So it is, it's basically two and a half. Yeah. Wow. I love the Cardinals Same. in this spot. Same. I, I like, I know we are Ramily and all this stuff, but I love the fade here of the Ramily. Uh, you don't you don't think they're back after beating the Jags? I'm rambunctious about this bet. <laughs> I, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, I mean, so I do. I do want to be a little cautious here. 
the Cardinals beat the Bears because the Bears are an absolute travesty. Mm -hmm. And I know Kyler looked back from a like running perspective, but I don't think he was like there was really no testing of Kyler Murray. Like Kyler Murray threw the ball 15 times. He went 11 for 15. Like the, the, the Bears just stunk. So, I mean, okay, all that's true. But Matthew Stafford is is Matthew Stafford. Hmm. Is you Matthew Stafford go on there. the road and beat a good team on that's Monday true. Night Football it's kind true. of quarterback? No, not he's there. not. It's not there. Okay, no. Let, so we have football team plus five, right? Possibly. Mm. Are we going to – we we want that one, right? Yeah, we'll, 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 let's figure these out. Okay. 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 So I like that. I like Steelers, Vikings under 45. Ooh, I forgot about that. Um, I'd like the Raiders plus eight and a half. I don't know. I, I hate the Raiders. But but also, it's not up yet. So True. We, we, can, okay. we get to cop out of that one. Okay. What Cleveland, else? Baltimore under, or no? Is that too short? What is 43 that? 43 and a half. That seems a little, little low. It's low. Okay. Packers minus 13. Yep. And then ours minus two and a half. Do we throw in a do we throw in an Army Navy bet right now? <laughs> Our me minus seven and a half. You can't. It, when you spell it out, it it works. When you say it, it doesn't work. I know. I'm, just, but I'm, I'm saying it for the effect. I know. Because it tries really, to it's got an effect. Let's put it that way. Um we got uh recommendations. By the way, our article will be out in the mm -hmm. morning. If you're listening to this in the morning. You can go check it out on pff.com. Promo code CYBER40 for 40% off. It's your last freaking chance. Go make it happen. Um, give me a recommendation. All right. I watched this um, during the Thanksgiving break. Um, it's called Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain. Ooh. I thought that it was a very good documentary about the life and the work uh, of a man who obviously took his own life about three years ago. Um, but he was a very uh, accomplished person in, you know, in art and, and uh, you know, cooking and, and just like film and all that stuff. Uh, it was a very interesting. It was a very interesting film. He is awesome. Uh, was awesome uh, on TV. Like I loved watching. Um, yep, it's on Amazon. It'll cost you like three or four bucks to, to rent it for a day or whatever. Yeah, worth it. Worth it. All right. The coinage. I have two recommendations. Ooh. I'm bringing the heat. One of which is a podcast called Masters of Scale. It's a very popular podcast. So probably a lot of people on here that already listen to it. But if you don't, it's very good. It's hosted. It, the production value on it is honestly just fucking awesome. It's worth listening just to hear the production value. It's, um, it's hosted by the founder of LinkedIn, Reed Hoffman, who has a great podcast voice. And they do a fantastic job of editing it. But he talks to a ton of really interesting people, a lot of stories about you know businesses and how they've managed to become really successful, uh, entrepreneurship, that kind of thing. Um, but it, it touches a pretty broad range of topics. The episodes are like 40-ish minutes long. They edit them really well so that they're pretty compact. Um, and I found them really interesting. Um, my next recommendation, I was in Norfolk, Virginia on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday because um, my wonderful girlfriend is now on an aircraft carrier in the middle of the ocean and they took, uh, they, they set sail from Norfolk, which I had never been to before. And I'll say this, I had two meals in Norfolk. First meal on Monday night was one of, it was the worst meal I've had at a restaurant since I can remember. 
I'm pretty good at not going to restaurants that suck, as you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. was fucking disgusting. I'm not recommending that. Okay. So the next night, I did. You did say you almost had the worst meal of your life, and I was just like, "What? Like a hamburger?" At it was. It was trash. I'm not even going to recount it. So the next night was our last meal together for like eight months, mm -hmm. and a lot of pressure on this. Went to a place called Le Grand Kitchen in Norfolk, Virginia. It is a hole in the wall. It has a funny, cool, interesting vibe on the inside. It's like eight tables. You know how places give you the QR code now to mm -hmm. like, they, they, they come to your table and say, can, can you give me your cell phone number? We want to text you the menu. See, I can't, I, I wouldn't, I chill out. It was, it was really, really, really good. Um, everything was awesome. Their burger, you know what a burger aficionado I am. Their burger comes in at number three on my list of burgers. Behind the boner burger. Behind the boner burger. Okay, remember that one. Uh, and behind the burger at Reverie, which you can't actually get at Reverie anymore in D.C. But ahead of Le Diplomat's burger, if you're from the D D.C. area, a very well-known burger. This burger is better. Um, if you're in Norfolk, Virginia, for any reason, you should go to this place. If I had gone there on Monday night, I would have gone back on Tuesday night. Ooh. That's how good it was. I mean, so you should go look check at it you. Out. That's our show. We'll be back on Wednesday. We love you all. Peace out.